Now, this week, the future of the National Maternity Hospital has been thrown into disarray. Uh, projections now, the final cost of the facility, it could be in the region of around €800 million. Euro. But, of course, it's not just a financial cost to this project. Uh, a lot of people raising concerns, too, about the possible ethos that could be used to govern the hospital once it's actually open. Well, to discuss this, I'm joined by Dr Peter Boylan, uh, former master of the National Maternity Hospital at Hollis Street. Uh, morning, Peter. Good morning, Stephen. So, Peter, I suppose there's two issues here, isn't there? There's the ownership of the new hospital and the governance. Can you just talk me through briefly what your main concerns are? Yeah, well, the two are very closely interlinked. Um, the Sisters of Charity are trying to transfer ownership of St. Vincent's Healthcare Group, of which they are still the sole shareholders, into a private company called St. Vincent's Holdings. Now, when they announced this um, a year or two ago, a couple of years ago, in fact, Uh, They said that they were gifting the land and everything else to the people of Ireland. Uh, But they weren't, of course. They were gifting it to the St. Vincent's Holdings private company. Now, when they said they were transferring, what they said they would do would be to amend and change the the core values uh, of St. Vincent's Healthcare Group. But they didn't. The core values of St. Vincent's Holdings are exactly the same, and they are Catholic in origin. They also said uh, in their annual accounts that the directors of St. Vincent's Holdings would be obliged to uphold the values of the Sisters of Charity, Mother Mary Aikenhead and and the Sisters of Charity, in other words. So St. Vincent's Holdings um, has Catholic ethos, and that's a fundamental problem. The plan is, uh, in its current iteration, is that St. Vincent's Holdings will own the land on which the new hospital will be built, that it will own the National Maternity Hospital, uh, which runs, which will run the new hospital, uh, that the board of, uh, of the um, holding company will be obliged to uphold the values, as I said, uh, that the um, National Maternity Hospital will be owned by the holding company, and also that the board of the National Maternity Hospital will be unduly weighted in favour of St. Vincent's. Mm. So those are the, the fundamental problems, really, uh, and they are very closely inter- inter- interlinked. So when it comes down to it, basically, unless the land is owned by the state and uh, the new National Maternity Hospital has no connection whatsoever uh, with St. Vincent's holdings, then there can be no guarantee of independence of clinical work in the new hospital. So that's the fundamental problem, basically. Yeah, and we've heard from the Taoiseach, you know, he's been saying that in an, in an ideal world, uh, the state should own the hospital and the land it's built on. And he was saying that he's confident that the new hospital won't be constrained by any religious ethos. Um, how confident would you be of that? That's only the case if the state owns the land on which the hospital is built and the hospital has no connection with St. Vincent's Holdings. And I think the Taoiseach has, has also said that, that the, the state will own the land. And uh, unless they own the land, there's going to be real problems. Now, the Sister Charity said on yesterday that there had been no contact with them directly or with St. Vincent's Healthcare Group, uh, a request to buy the land. Well, I think what the state should now do is make a request to the Sister Charity to buy the land. And I think they're going to do that. I saw something recently from the Taoiseach, just, just very recently, in fact. So I think that that's um, the most logical thing to do, to ask the sisters to uh, sell the land to the state. Now, initially they said they were going to gift it to the people of Ireland for a consideration of one euro. 
Um, so perhaps they should do the same and gifted actually do what they said they would do and gifted to the people of Ireland for a euro. However, um, I think possibly more practical uh, is that they would sell it to the, to the state. The problem with that, however, is that before any Catholic religious order divests itself of its shareholding in any substantial um, holdings like, like they have at St. Vincent's, which was, which was valued at $661 million, um, just a couple of years ago, they need the permission of the Vatican. Now, they got permission from the Vatican to transfer into St. Vincent's holdings. That was conditional on the observance of some canon laws. And the upshot of that is that what I said, that the hospital, the the St. Vincent's holdings would own the land, that would have Catholic ethos and would own the company running the hospital and would also um, have a disproportionate representation on the board of the new hospital. So in order to, to for the state to, to buy the land from the sisters, they'll have to go back and get permission from um, from the Vatican. And it's kind of ludicrous, you know, but it's historic, I suppose, because the relationship between church and state, it's kind of ludicrous that in, in 2021, uh, we need permission of the Vatican in order to build a state-funded maternity hospital um, costing, uh, the latest estimate I see, is 800 million euros. Um, so it's it's and it's also it's completely unreasonable to expect the state to fund a new hospital for 800 million and then hand over uh, its ownership in terms of running it to a private company. And um, if if it is 2021, if it is going to cost 800 million euro, would you be in favour of maybe a pause to the project while this whole issue around ownership is sorted out? Well, this needs to be sorted out before anything further happens. Um, because if if the if the government go ahead in its current iteration and, and sign off on any legal documents and so on, uh, well then we'll be untangling it over the next hundred years. But no, I mean I I, I understand that from the from the Taoiseach's statements that no legal documents, nothing has been signed off on yet, and that's kind of reassuring. And I think that the government realised. Uh, that this is in its current form. It's basically it's not a it's not a goer. Now, when Simon Harris and, and uh, the Tarnished Leo Varadkar agreed to the initial works and the um, car park, which the extension is going to be funded by the by the state, and incidentally the Sisters of Charity are the sole shareholders of the companies that own the car park. But that's another day's work. And a new pharmacy. Um, they did it because they sisters had had advised that they would amend and change their core values, but of course they didn't. And then when Simon, uh, when um, Stephen Donnelly became Minister for Health, we had a general election, and when the when the chart, when the um, incorporation and the constitution of the new St. Vincent's Holdings was, became public knowledge, um, we were in the midst of a pandemic. Um, there was, uh, Stephen Donnelly was a new minister, uh, there was a new Secretary General in the Department of Health, a temporary one at the time before Robert Watt was appointed. So there was a lot of other stuff going on, and I think it's only now uh, that the Department and uh, the Minister, the current Minister for Health and so on, are, have, have realised actually that this is a fundamental problem, mm. that the sisters didn't honour their commitment um, either to amend the, the core values. And I'm sure the Vatican didn't give them permission to do that. And also when they said they were going to give the land to the people of Ireland and then actually transpired they were going to give it to a private company. 
state that up. So that you know, the, 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 those are the fundamental issues are at stake here. And, you know, Peter, you know, we have heard from the sister, Sisters of Charity. They're insisting they'll have no day-to-day involvement in the running of the hospital. They're saying they'll have no role in the appointment of directors to the St. Vincent's Holdings Group. Do we not have to accept them at their word on that? Um, they will have no role in the actual running of the hospital. But what happens when Catholic religious um, orders uh, want to transfer their assets into a, a lay company or group, trust or whatever. Um, and this happens all over the world because um, with falling vocations and with the uh, aging of the religious members themselves, um, they obviously have to transfer. And the, the sisters have not been involved in the actual day-to-day running of St. Vincent's for years now. And nobody expects them to be pacing the wards or any of that sort of stuff. Those days are long, long gone. But what they do, um, and this is under direction from the Vatican, who are the ultimate controllers of what happens, and people need to understand that, what happens is that they, they divest into um, arrangements which uh, insist that um, Catholic ethos prevails in the succeeding arrangement that they have. For example, the Christian Brothers um, alienated or transferred all of their holdings into the Edmund Rice Foundation, which upholds Catholic values. The Sisters of Mercy, both in the Mater in Dublin and in the Mercy Hospital in Cork, uh, did exactly the same. They have transferred their their um, assets and the, the control, if you like, into lay organisations which are called public juridic persons. Now, the sisters say that the St. Vincent's Holdings is not a public juridic person, and you know you have to accept on the word of that. But in fact, it, it might as well be because the core values and, and the obligation to uphold the values of this charity are in the Constitution. Yeah. So and... this is what happens all over the world. I mean, you know, everywhere else is kind of pretty open and honest about it. And just briefly, Peter, you resigned from yeah. the board of the National Maternity Hospital uh, back in 2017. You said at the time that the board is blind to the consequences of uh, transferring ownership to the St. Vincent's Healthcare Group. Just explain what the consequences would be if this was to go ahead. The consequences would be that uh, there would be undue um, religious influence on the running of the day-to-day affairs of the National Maternity Hospital. And that's obviously without a nun in sight, and nobody's ever suggested that they'd be involved in the running. I certainly haven't in the running of the hospital. That's kind of just trying to spin spin the whole thing. But the concept would be that it'd be difficult for the hospital to provide modern-day services, and that's up-to-date contraception, sterilization, gender reassignment surgery, IVF, and, of course, termination of pregnancy. And the landscape change with the with the repeal um, of the eight. All right, Peter Boylan, former master of the National Maternity Hospital. Thanks for joining us on News Talk Breakfast this morning. Mm-hmm.